It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Get up. Here we go. Top horse racing plays. Express bet editor-in-chief Jeremy Plunk. We're going to Saratoga. I think Parcells likes that uh, track. Race 7. He likes the 4. 8-1 to one on the morning line. Race 8. He likes the 11. Wonka on top at 9-2. to two. You can bet on these races and more at First Bet, the top horse racing app of VEASAN. If you sign up today, use the code VEGAS22. You get $100 in free bets. Go to VEASAN.com slash horses for details. VEASAN.com slash horses. Good luck. Here we go. It's been a minute. Thursdays with the maestro, Mike Palm, VP of Circa, the resort and casino here in downtown Las Vegas, also host of Odds on weekdays at 2 Eastern, 11 Pacific, right here on VEASAN. He makes an appearance today. Good to see you, pal. Oh, thank you. It's been a while. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Exeter, New Hampshire. All of our loyal Nesson family. Whiting, Indiana. Peekaboo Marquis. We see you. Kamloops, British Columbia. Oh, Canada. Good morning to Roger Sportsnet. Fox Chapel in the Pittsburgh area in Pennsylvania. Watching on AT&T. And Lake Elsinore in Southern California. Sunrise over Spectrum. Which is where you're just getting back from. We went through there on our way back on the 15th. Yes, we went. Uh, we left early Saturday morning. That's why I wasn't able to make Portillo's with you. Took the kids down, and uh, it was a uh, action-packed weekend. Legoland on Saturday. We did Oceanside Beach on Sunday. 
12 and a half hours at Disney on Monday and oh. followed it up with Universal and then the five-hour drive home on Tuesday. That's uh, went that, 27 hours of driving. Oh, it was nice. That was nice. It was nice. That was Universal. That was uh, the lines, Paul. The, the lines are Worse so than good. Disney? The Universal wait times were worse than Disney. You can get the pass. Three, you get the three, fast pass? 150 a person? Oh. 600? That's a little steep. Oh. It's a little steep. You need soccer back in session. Jesus. I have this women's Euros now. I got to start firing on the women's wow. Euros. Jeez. Okay, I need, I need EP. Hey, speaking of that, yeah. you know, Nigel will be in town next That's week. That's right. Promote that. He's doing a EPL preview seminar right here in our book at 10 a.m. next Friday morning. All right. People are invited to come. We'll have it All set right. up. All right. They can ask him questions. He'll go through the whole EPL oh, season. And if you have other, other European questions or soccer questions, he'll answer as well. But an hour for him with Nigel here at our book. Good job. Very good. Yeah. You've done a lot in the uh, casino business over the years. You were a floor person, right? Mm -hmm. Poker room for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about this when it popped up on, at the World Series of Poker eh, last week to 10 days. At one game, Mike, on the flop, two, three of spades. And then players were sharing it on social media. And the floor person comes across the mic and says, if anybody shares this at, from this point moving forward on social media, you are banned from all of our properties. And disqualified from the tournament. Gone. <laughs> See ya. For basically even talking about this. Does that does she have that power to make that call on the spot? Well, the argument from Caesars was they were making a general announcement about their policies. Although it, it, it occurred after this this deck that was improper deck with 53 cards with the two three of spades. Uh, how are you going to enforce that? I don't know. But this, this happens. Look ha here downtown in one of the events that happened around the series. You saw that one with a joke. Joker. Joker. How about Joker. that? The yeah. Joker on the the Joker <laughs> on the flop. The Whoa. Joker on the flop. How does that happen? Look, it happened to me in Aurora, Illinois, at Hollywood. It did. Playing. I was playing in a 2040 <laughs> Omaha High Low game. So the year is probably <laughs> he remembers it. 98, 99. Uh, yeah, yeah. we played a game every Wednesday. They rotated around casinos. Uh -huh. I've got. Uh, there's a there's no low, and we're playing high low, and I had a pair of kings in my hand. I had like ace four king king. So there's a king on the board with two threes and I, I don't know, it was an eight and a 10 or whatever. And, and I have kings full. I have two kings in my hand. I bet the guy raises, re-raises. There's three-way raising. I said, how, how can this be? Because one guy can't have, you know, if the guy has eights or tens full, he's not three betting this, right? So, I mean, if I'm beat by four threes, I'm beat by four threes. Right. Right? I have kings full. <laughs> there were five threes in the deck. <laughs> that's, that's how. There were five threes oh in the deck. God. A guy had threes full. Another guy had had four threes. There were two three of diamonds. So, I mean, everybody gets their money back. Oh, man. It's, it's a, a misplayed deck. So, from the from the hole, the ante's everything. From the, the blinds, every, it's a, the hand's a dead hand. But I said, how can this be? I'm scratching my head. Because the guy's a solid player. I said, he can't be three betting with tens. But, four, yeah, it happens. Is that a universal ruling? Yeah. It is. The deck is foul. If it does not, it does not have the correct 52 cards. It's dead. But, you know, how many hands did we play with two, three of diamonds before go. we knew? There yeah. you go. You, right? you can only declare right. it from That's the point right. you, you find That's out. Right. Yeah. But yeah. to Mitch's point and his question, I mean, how, how do you get there? How do you right away say you're disqualified and then banned from all properties if you just said – that's Share a pretty big leap. That's ridiculous. Wait, will they also say if you tell this story, you're <laughs> yeah, banned for yeah, life? Right, right. If we hear about this, right? Uh, yeah. Come on. Uh, lunacy. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, did you ever play, like, did you have fun playing, like, cash games at home just with, like, friends? Not, not like, necessarily, like, uh, poker, but dirty clubs, euchre. Used to play euchre. Used to play hearts and spades. Very serious in college. Some very serious spades games. 
Um, you know, and of course, you, you know, you have a partner, so things can get a little bit sure. heated if they don't they don't play the way you think they should have played the hands. So when I was younger, playing with like a bunch of family members who are like my uncles, mm-hmm. you know, cousins older than I am, my cousin is the same age as me, but we would play like dirty clubs and euchre. We'd be completely, we had no no money then. And we were trying to like, okay, we think we could match. He said, we'd be writing checks. People would be writing checks because it'd get so out of control. But like the game, like euchre, I don't think a lot of people know what euchre is. What an incredible game to sit down for a couple hours and Huge play. Huge in my town, in Dubuque. There's Midwest, euchre, I think. Euchre tournaments at all these bars really? and things like that. Yeah, you grow up, you learn play euchre probably before you learn poker and hearts and spades and stuff like that. Yeah, we played in high school. We didn't have any money. We played for quarters. Sure. Stuff right. like that. And then the curfews and you'd get stuck in the game and your curfew and you uh-huh. to tell you, hey, your dad, hey, I'm stuck. Okay, another hour. You got another hour to get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, 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 the contest here at Circa, it's trending like... Hey, we're up to 1,000 total entries total, now. right? Yeah. In eight weeks, we got 1,000. Now we need to get 11,000 in the next eight weeks. Overlay really com- simple. Overlay oh, coming? come on. Big one. Big one? I think it's a big one. Derek Bo- says, oh, no, we're going to get Bo- there again. Which- uh, Break it down. What's your thoughts? Looks like Survivor's trending I- to go much higher this year. I would be surprised if we got over 10,000 entries. We did 8,100 last year. Now we have to do 12,000 and gas is 550 a gallon. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I just think it's going to be hard. Um, from what the proxies, it's, it's, you never know this pace though. It's all the last three weeks. Oh yeah. Yep. It's all, all of it. Um, but we'll see. I, I, Jeff Benson and I had a conversation. We both thought 10, it would be good if we got to 10,000. Now is, is that, you know, 5,500 and survivor and 3,500 and a million and, I don't know yet. Now we do have our three contest weekends set. So that that's uh the twelfth and thirteenth, they're Friday, Saturday, twelfth and thirteenth of October, nineteenth, twentieth, and twenty sixth, twenty seventh. There's a cocktail party at uh Bar Canada each Friday night. Of August. Of August, those three weekends in August. Some Vison for you guys will be there, I'm sure. Uh, one or one or more humans and, and the characters, some of the sports book guys. Then if you do a full house on Saturday, you get stadium swim at Cabana. Uh, You're kidding. F- food and drink from 10 to 3. If you do the full house, you do the nine entries, everybody's invited on that Saturday, free to stadium swim, comp food and beverage. And then the first Saturday night, wow. the 13th, is the concert Theory of a Dead Man. Uh-huh. VIP passes on Fremont. Second Saturday is Simple Plan. VIP passes. And then the third Saturday is my panel. That is actually going to be the first event ever in the Circa Ballroom. Which oh, it's going to be open. They're wrapping right. it up. Yeah, it'll be the first okay, event. Panel is... Uh, I thought Michael Lombardi was going to make a repeat appearance, but he had a conflict. Uh, he had a commitment to MGM, which sponsors his show. So the, the panel is going to be Chris Bennett from Circus Sports. Very good. Uh, it's going to be uh, Sean King uh, from right here uh-huh. on VEASAN. Uh-huh. Uh, Adam Chernoff. Very good. Oh, uh, nice. Also, big get for us. So yes. we're, we're really excited. About, oh, that's massive. Yeah, we're really excited. All three of those about, guys, yeah. Yeah, we're really excited about the panel, and uh, that's open to the public then, 4 to 6 p.m. on that Saturday uh, the 27th. Jake, uh, Patrick Everson and David Purdom met, re- met referenced the uh, DraftKings in Canada putting up odds on the presidential election. Cornegay came over the top and said it would do 10 times the handle of the Super Bowl if it was allowed here. Do you think we'll see it? Do you agree with the tweet? Uh, very possible that they could do 10 times because it's it's a lot of betting. I Absolutely. mean, leading up the, the whole year, right? And right. then... I heard you guys talking about it. Well, that's all another great the, point. Oh, it's long. It's up for. It's yeah. up for a long, long time. That's a long time. Plus all the props. Oh, God. State by state, popular vote. You'll probably vote county by county. I mean, you think of all the things that you could do. 
do with that. And everyone's interested in the election. Yep. You know, Jimmy Vaccaro, if you have a bet, if you, you're, you're voting, vote. the you vote's right. The vote, the voting will triple. <laughs> Somebody has a bet on it. Yeah, yeah. you got to follow your vote, don't you? Sure, yeah. You have an extra yeah, I mean, chance to influence it. Yes. Yeah. It's a good line. Uh, why not? I mean, why not? Why not have the? Why not have it available? Get more people to vote. Yeah. Get a lot more participation in the process if you put money into it. I mean, then the they got to do this. This is something they that I, do I, I look, Paul. We live and breathe. Yeah. I can't yeah. imagine Nevada would pass this anytime soon, but I think if this is going to be legal. In sports books across the country, we're talking about maybe a New Jersey type. Colorado. Colorado. Would Colorado's be, right? very liberal with their yes. with what they all offer. Oh, if that's the case, would you? We guys, would be there. You, and would you guys book it? Oh, absolutely. Why wouldn't yeah. we? We want to write tickets. Sure. Yes, absolutely. And, and you could have it up for again. You could have it up for three years, basically. I mean, exactly. The Santis was one hundred and twenty-five to one. He's down to three to one, wow. three fifty. Yeah, if you have one hundred and twenty-five one to take it under Santis, you should be thanking Walt Disney. I mean, he put him right in the race. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Yeah. They did. They yeah. did stand. Yeah. <laughs> Ten times. And I I don't I think that's probably accurate. I do too. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. doubt Might that. Be low. He could be low. The in play, I think, would be off. Well, that's oh, right. God. Right. Well, you should be offshore with the in play. Oh, All those juicy opportunities. Yes. yes. Your point. Trump was yeah. four dollars. Four dollars. He was four dollars last year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. With these early results in small states that aren't yeah. that significant. You already know what the results are going to be. Yep. There's a few swing yes. states in every election. That's exactly like right. Like you said, Florida, I mean, what? that's all that it's about. Two or three states every time. Right. Once Florida was coming in in 2016, yeah. you're like, guy, this is massive. <laughs> right. This is going to swing yeah. the election. And it did. So, all right. Let's follow the money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. We'll continue with uh, the maestro, Mike Palm, coming up next. He has uh, a rundown of the five biggest gaffes recently in sports. We like to call it no hyperbole here on the program. You'll get it next. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. 
My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. No bias. You will respect my daughter. No pulled punches. Your wife cheated on you because you lost sight of who you are as a man, as a husband. No agenda. There is no fear in this dojo. This is no hyperbole. This is the best part of the week. Here's the maestro, Mike Palm. All right, here we go. Number five, you're missing the start. You don't see this often, and thankfully so. Sunday, June 26th, Monmouth Park, race 11. 16K maiden claimer for three-year-olds and up, going five and a half furlongs on the turf. Field scratched down to seven entries, and then the starter may get six. Let's look at the video as the number 10 horse, you're missing the point, is about to enter the gate. He didn't even get in. They opened it up. 
Oh, goodness. The 10 was declared a non-starter and bets were refunded. But this is an extremely dangerous situation for the assistant starter guiding the 10 into the gate. Great job by that gentleman, and thankfully no one, including the animal, was hurt. But as a starter, you have one job. Wait till all the horses are in and then open the gate. My goodness. Number four, Zach and Nicolette and Dax and Abby. All right, boys and girls, get your scorecards out. Jets quarterback Zach Wilson and longtime girlfriend Abby Guile broke up earlier this year. Wilson is now dating New Jersey influencer Delano. Abigail is now dating Washington Masters and Commanders wide receiver Zach Milna. Dax was one of Wilson's favorite targets at BYU where they were roommates. Interesting. Even more interesting is that when a person commented on Instagram calling Abigail a homie hopper, <laughs> she responded saying Wilson slept with his, be- his mom's best friend. Wilson broke his social media silence this week saying he took the boys golfing in Idaho and Idaho and had bad cell reception. What did I miss? He said, being a starting quarterback in New York City, a shortstop for that matter. Although finding out the Jeter swag bags were fantasy more than reality is like finding out about Santa Claus. <laughs> definitely has its perks. Just imagine if Broadway Joe lived in the era of Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, TikTok and Pinterest. But most importantly, we shouldn't lose sight amidst all the noise of blondes, betrayals, and cougars. The one truth that Dax Milner pulled off the Seinfeld switch. <laughs> Number three, no moss. Former White Sox shortstop and manager Ozzie Guillen now works for NBC Sports in Chicago. During their telecast between games of the White Sox doubleheader with the Cleveland Guardians on Tuesday, Guillen referred to embattled White Sox skipper Tony La Russa as, quote, Rick Renteria with credentials. In his 33 years as a Major League Baseball manager, La Russa has won 2,859 games, second all-time, and three World Series titles. Renteria went 309 and 398 in five seasons between the Sox and Cubs and did not win a playoff series. New York Post baseball columnist and Major League Baseball insider John Heyman tweeted in response to Guillen's comments, quote, will be interesting to see if it's possible to get someone's job by insulting them on a postgame show. Guillen responded and a Twitter battle ensued, including comments from Guillen suggesting Heyman was using him as a punching bag because of his heritage and broken English. And Heyman asserting he got to see Guillen up close in Miami and pointing out that Guillen interviewed with the Padres after saying he didn't want to manage again. Finally, Guillen called for a boxing match between the two to raise money for their favorite charities. While Heyman didn't accept the challenge as of this airing, he did like a comment that Arby's is Guillen's favorite charity. Number two and number one are the same. Angels, we have heard on low. The top two spots on today's edition of No Hyperbole are dedicated to a man that may forever be known as the very worst at his craft, Angel Hernandez. Let's look at two recent calls from our antagonist. You've heard of the blue and the gray. Well, last Friday was the battle of the gray and the gray in Dallas. Sonny Gray for the Twins and John Gray for the Rangers. The Twins trailed 6-5 heading to the top of the ninth and had center fielder Byron Buxton leading off. Buxton hit a chopper right over the third base bag that drew chalk as it landed, as you can see in the photo. Josh Smith, the Rangers' third baseman, could not field it cleanly, and the Twins had the speedy Buxton on first with no outs. Or did they? Well, they didn't because Angel Hernandez was the third base umpire and emphatically and inexplicably ruled the ball foul. And worse news for the Twins? Not even reviewable. But wait, it only gets worse. Let's go back to Saturday, June 25th. Pirates in the Rays from the Trump in Tampa Bay. Bottom of the second, Rays center fielder Brett Phillips hits a routine grounder to second base. Phillips hustles down the line, but was clearly out by a long stride. Our man Angel was on the scene again, and as the first base umpire called Phillips safe. Look at this picture. 
Shades of the Red Sox-Yankees playoff game where Hernandez was overturned four times in one game. Four times as the first base umpire. Pirates manager Derek Shelton did not need his replay team to call down and tell him to challenge. He did so immediately. And the review process took less than 15 seconds to overcall the turn and overcall the call and turn it to out. Here we have two of the most egregious calls of the season by Hernandez in just the last three weeks. And what makes this especially outrageous is that Angel is back in court. You may remember his 2017 lawsuit against Major League Baseball, in which he asserted racial discrimination as the reason he had not been promoted to crew chief nor been assigned a World Series since 2005. In that case, Joe Torre, then Major League Baseball head of operations, testified that, quote, Hernandez has not demonstrated the leadership ability and situational management in critical high-pressure roles, end quote. Last year, a district court judge, while recognizing that minorities were underrepresented in umpiring promotion, prior to 2017, Richie Garcia was the only minority crew chief in Major League Baseball history, while since Kerwin Daly and Alfonso Marquez have been elevated, the judge dismissed Hernandez's case, ruling that Torrey's assessment was correct from an objective standpoint. He was a bad umpire. Well, in April of this year, Hernandez and his lawyer went back to court, seeking to overturn the district court ruling, charging that Major League Baseball manipulates replay reviews to overturn minority umpires so that their year-end reviews would be less favorable. Major League Baseball has until later this month to respond. Race ipsa loquitur. The thing speaks for itself. And that is no hyperbole. What was your reaction the first time that you saw the ball go over the third base uh, over third base right there and land on the chalk. You could see chalk come up. You could see the chalk come up, and you're Josh right. Smith played it. You know, he tried to play the ball, and he and he didn't field it cleanly. Buxton's rounding first. Yep. I mean, you know what I mean? And here he comes foul, and, and he, it's not reviewable. Your key word was he emphatically called it emphatically. foul. Emphatically. Oh, like I'm the man. I saw and, it. I'm right here. I'm, I'm right. If you look at the picture, he positions himself, and he moves inside the baseline to block himself out from the play. He had no idea where the ball was. He's so bad. You know, Mitch, I think he's starting to do this intentionally. He's making these out and safe calls that aren't even close so that he will keep getting overturned and, and build his court case. It, it's really bad. Yeah, that's an interesting angle it's right terrible. there. It's terrible. It's one thing he's behind so the plate. He's so bad. You were, you, were also, so bad. you were on all over this years ago with Corenti. If you, you get you reach that age, it's. I mean, yeah. Christ, we forget stuff all the time. Yeah. We're not even 50 yet. These yeah. guys, think about what. I know. I know. And, and that speed, it's that, that fast. Baseball and, and and football, and these guys are like 70 years old. Oh, yeah, I'm on it. I mean, Well, it ties into what we discussed yesterday. Peter King's column this week was excellent on NBC Sports, and we let the viewers of this show, the listeners of this, of this show, really give a lot of feedback yesterday. And, I mean, the countless amount of emails that we got and feedback on Twitter, the one thing we kept bringing up is the fact that we have a chain gang still in the NFL – and there's no like chip or laser no. involved, and there's like in their 60s, maybe 70s. Like guys, come on, this can't be the case. Did you you see in this USFL they didn't have chains? They did it with a chip in the ball. All the reviews they went to they went to this graphic, and it would say exactly how many inches short it was or how many it made it by. No chain gang at all. I, I why are they so slow to come around to something you like this? You put a and... chip in the ball when you punt the ball out of bounds. When you kick it through the goalpost, it automatically can tell you. Where it went over out of bounds, did it go over the goalpost if it's higher than the post? You can do all these things with technology. Now, I will say this. On that same exact play when he was on third base, it is tough to replay that because you don't know Straight what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, well, look what happened. That There was a play in the uh, – it was a game with the, the Diamondbacks and the Giants last week in Arizona. 
and they hit a fly ball down the left field line, runner on second with two outs. So the runner's going with the fly ball. The the right the left fielder comes over and slides to catch the ball. Really should have caught the ball, but drops it. And the ball slides to the fence and the umpire, third base umpire said foul ball. It was uh it was the Giants, I believe, that challenged. Yeah, the Giants were in the were hitting. They challenged and the ball was fair. And if you looked at it, the ball came right down on the line. Okay. And the it, they gave the runner home because he was running with the play. The batter would have had a double, maybe a triple. I sure. mean, the ball rolled all the way back. They put him on first because well, they said, see, hey, that's, see, that's, I mean, come on. How, how do you make you, that If you can use your judgment to say that the runner from second would have scored, can't you use your judgment to say it's a double? You would think so. Yeah. To your point about the ensuing play once they rule it dead. Sure. It's like in the NFL. You don't blow the whistle, right? Oh, of Let course. the replay. Yep. Now they don't blow the whistle at all. They would replay everything. Because the left fielder might fumble the ball. Who knows? It might go through his legs. It might have a tough time picking it up. You don't know. He might overshoot the cutoff man. You have no idea what's going to transpire at that point. I've seen this play now twice in the last few weeks where there's a chopper to second, and the field, Tim Anderson just did it the other day. The fielder comes in to try to turn a double play and tags the runner with an empty glove while throwing to first. Okay. The ruling now is if the umpire called him out mistakenly and they review it, the, automa- the runner automatically gets second no matter what happens in suing. Whether it was right here and they could throw to first and throw back, they're automatically awarded the next base. Wild. It's Follow the Money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll recap last night's betting action with Win Some, Lose Some coming up next. Some lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, good fun last night. Some big tickets cash and following this because we're doing our baseball contest, but Angels on the run line plus 165, 7 to 1, no problem. Thanks to Ian, the Angels are 3-10 and in their last 13 games. All three wins, Otani starts. I mean, bingo. MVP, hello. 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 Rays on the run line, plus 140. They beat the Red Sox again. What is that, 7 of 8, 6 of 7? Oh, boy. Mets reverse run line. 2-1, to one, was it? Yeah, 2-1, to one plus 205 yep. in that range, I think. Yep, good job by the Mets. They take 2 out of 3 in Atlanta. Rockies, plus 140. Rockies also reverse run line, which uh, paid well. That was a huge number last night. Absolutely. Orioles, 10 wins in a row. Mariners, 10 wins in a row. Favorites, 12-4 and four yesterday. Blue Jays, reverse run line. You mentioned that one. It was well Once they fired uh, Montoyo, and then they, they were all over Wheeler, and that was a piece of cake. That, I, that paid well, too. I know some people might scoff at this. But honestly, any time that a manager is fired like he was yesterday in the middle of the season, it automatically has to become a consideration. It was, it was off a win, too. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, th- yeah. there's too much. They didn't like him. I didn't know. They, 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 yeah, they must, yeah. they must have night. hated the guy. Yeah, yep, absolutely. And uh, the, two days ago, the Reds were as high as 30-1 to 1 in play to come back and beat the Yankees. Subscribe. Be part of the team. Beeson.com for our radio and podcast friends. Eclectic mix, as always. You'll want to see these videos. Great videos today and tweets. Let's go to the South Point, our old home. 62000 on Triple Diamond. Bam! Look at that hit. Well, that that I'm sorry, but that photo looks exactly like you many years ago, and people who have been around the show for a long time know exactly what I'm talking about. 
Paulie was late one day to the show. And I'm like, get out of here. I, I, come back okay. later on yeah. at the beginning of the show at 4 o'clock in the Locked morning down. out here. Locked down. So he goes, all right, I'm going to go gamble. Within two minutes, he comes back. Yeah, hit $5,000 on the jackpot. And you come in, you're flashing like this. I'm just, I hate you so much. You were pissed, yeah. Oh, yes, I was. I went, yeah, yeah. It's, it's on, on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. You can YouTube. find it. Yep, yep. Back when we could curse. All right, a couple of puppy videos. This is good. Look at this guy. Watch this guy. Oh. The little fella here. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did anyone see that? Huh? <laughs> right Did over. Did anyone see that? He falls down. <laughs> A puppy falls down, he's uh, standing up, and then he looks around like, hope nobody saw that. <laughs> yeah, am I okay? No problem. And look at this guy. This guy, doesn't. he doesn't care. He just Whoa, out, and that'll another do Another one. That little bulldog, right? He goes, I don't care. I'm out. I'm not even going to bother to wake up oh. and play. That, that's, the, that's the great thing about puppies. They play for five minutes. It's uh, lights out. I so badly want to get a bulldog. Look yeah. at how cute they are with all those fat sure. rolls. Sure. Downey, the French bulldog, the way to go. Yeah. They are fun. But does yeah. I don't, you can't get a bulldog in Las Vegas because of the weather, though. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. yeah. 110, yeah. can't do it. Look at the 18th at St. Andrews. How about this video? You're in a neighborhood. You go a block away, and you can watch on the 18th for free. Look at that setup. That is nuts. Yeah, it really is. A block away and right in a neighborhood. It's like Wrigley Field. You're in a neighborhood. You turn a corner. Wow. All there's a like cathedral. And then, it, yeah, you can just sit there and watch, and you're on the 18th. That is awesome. Some lose some. Boy, this this is, I don't know, this guy, I think it, someone tweeted in at 65 an hour. This dangerous job, what this guy is doing? I, oh, my God. Construction. No. Wait, now, watch the buckle, buckles. Look at look at that. And what he's carrying, and then you see the view in New York, Manhattan. Oh, they're putting together a skyscraper. Okay, it's and fine, look, though, but like he's he's tied down a couple of different ways. Oh, God. It's going to be okay if he slips and falls. Well, I'm afraid of heights, so I'm nauseous just looking at okay, that. Okay, so if you're afraid of heights, are you? I was going to say that. Oh, that, God. that must be difficult for you to even look I at that. I can't even look at that. Yeah. Oh, right. I would say this uh, that oh. 65 an hour, there's no. Is that accurate? Well, that was somebody, because people said, uh, oh, now that, that one got. That other shot at the end there. You see, there's nothing. There's no. Like, I, I'm, oh, I'm good God. with ride. Like, I love going on rides. All that kind of. Th- I couldn't do this for five thousand an hour. I couldn't. There's, Absolutely. I couldn't do that. No, no. I want no part of it. No. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Oh, oh. This oh. is uh, Patrick Fabian tweeted this out. Oh, Howard oh. Hamlin. Little, uh, together forever. I haven't watched it yet. What there happened? There you go. There you go. There's uh, buddy. We lost a, a key cast member. And uh, better you, call and Saul on Monday, and I did, absolutely. And I'm I'm still pissed off. You're you're more pissed off than I am. I'm still but a little. A, I, you I, should be salty. How that ended? That that's that guy is Rambo. He shouldn't go out like that. I don't know how much we can really dive into this, but no. uh, that, that that's bad writing. Sorry, it is. And uh, that's a good that's a good tweet there by the guy who played Howard. And look at this. This is uh, Fall River, Mass. This is at uh, jury duty. The guy's. <laughs> She puts the she puts her bare feet up on the seat for and then she was kicked out and asked to leave moments later. Good job. There you go. Maybe well, it was intentional, but these we're surrounded by animals now. You know what? Uh, this this person could actually be a trendsetter. If you want to get, you out, of get out of it, there uh-huh. you go. There you go. Uh-huh. Bad beats. Padres Rockies first five under. It's one nothing with two outs in the fifth. You lost. Right? Marlins Padres under seven. Excuse me. Marlins uh, Pirates under seven. One nothing in the bottom of the eighth. Two one in the ninth. 
5-4 final. Absolutely brutal. Come on. Cardinals plus 135. 6-0 in the seventh at home. 6-2 in the eighth. They lost the game. Dodgers come all the way back. I got to find an in-play on that, what that price was. Brewers plus the run and a half, minus 170. 1-1, bottom of the ninth. They bring in Hader. Walk, base hit. See ya. Three-run walk-off. Twins win 4-1. Incredible. Maybe that's why they're looking. They're taking offers on Hader. It's been a rough goal. It's been, yeah, like the last three weeks. Yes. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers. Hometown book. Claim your 100%. First deposit match bonus now with code 250MATCH. Learn more. BetRivers.com. All right. Got to love it. Got to love those dog videos. Poor guy's falling asleep. Incredible. So we go on vacation for two weeks. Uh, we won't see you here. But, again, you have to promote. You Promote everything and, and mention you, you forgot one who's going to be part of the panel as well. This is the small name. Brian Erlacher. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Erlacher's also on the panel. We're uh, He might be our spokesman in Illinois. For, for circus sports. There you go. Um, has a relationship with Bill Cramsey, our director of player development, director of operations. Um, lives in Arizona now. But uh, just some news on Waukegan. It appears that uh, while they at Full House will open the American Place in October, that's on the temp license. So the full license with sports is probably three months after that. So we probably won't be in operations in Illinois till January, February, just as an update. Okay. So after yesterday's action in Major League Baseball for the VEASAN betting pentathlon, your show, Odds On, dropped behind a numbers game with Gil because your bet last night on the run line was Musgrove and the Padres at Coors. Did you watch that game? Negative. The game turned on C.J. Abrams. It's the top of the fifth. Mm -hmm. The Padres had one hit. Cool walks three batters, walks in a run, Eight consecutive balls to go up 2 nothing. They bring in one of our favorite pitchers, Ulysse Shashin. He walks a batter on four pitches. So now it's 3 nothing. Padres, bases loaded. The Colorado pitchers have thrown 12 straight balls. And C.J. Abrams swings at the first pitch up here at his shoulders and pops it up. Then, oh. I also had Musgrove first five minus a half run. How about this oh. beat for your bad beats? Yeah. He's got 8-9-1 coming up. A a. I can't even call it a line drive. A batted ball 67 miles an hour off the bat to Abrams at second, and he misses the ball, and it goes off his glove. Now the nine-hitter, they're holding the guy on at first, hits it just to Hosmer's right, and gets a hit now first and third, in the, and they scored three runs. 3-3. Three, three. Then they're up 6-3 again, and Nabil Christmas gives up a three-run homer. A house of horrors. You know, Gil mentioned on his show, because he was in second yesterday, he was going to take Otani on the run line, plus 170 against the Astros, because he knew them all and I, as he put it, aren't the biggest Otani fans and probably would not be using that play. Which, look at, well, Maul and I talked. He was convinced on Musgrove. He was 3-0 and doing this without For me. For sure. I'm going to go with the guy, right? Uh -huh. But we could you could have taken Yankees reverse run line minus $5 if you just wanted to maintain the status quo, which was probably the wrong play with Severino <laughs> with the bum shoulder, uh, yeah. but got there. <laughs> the other thing I told him is, well, let's go for a knockout blow maybe. Cardinals reverse run line. I said, Gonsolin's not going undefeated until the All-Star break. Cardinals own the Dodgers. He had him 6-0 again and lost the game. I'd yeah. have been sick if we'd have had Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So it, it didn't work out, and now we're in a spot. We're down like $2 to Gill. And, what were you going to do if, if you would have won? Amal had a great strategy all yeah. laid out. If he'd have won this bet at even money and we'd have still been in the lead, he was going to take no grand slam as the prop today, which with a short card probably around plus 115. But the odds say it's like 70-30. It's not going to be a grand slam. Very so, good. I mean, it's, it's, it's an interesting bet, but now we can't. We've got to look for a prop, right? Four, five, six to one today.
We're down by uh, three-plus units now after losing yesterday. Well, Blackburn didn't even give you a sweat. It was terrible. That was awful in the first day. No inning. command. No command. We went back and forth on too many picks yesterday and finally settled on him and was like, we didn't love it, but we'll take him. because Yesterday was so the good. toughest, I thought, of the, of the days, especially when you had to make the run line play. So now we got to get – this is Jeopardy. we got to get very creative. How is Gil going to play this today? Scott with a great play last night himself with the Mets on Faded the reverse Morton. run line. Faded Morton there. That, so he's in second place. How is he going to play it? So we will uh, discuss live on the air what our play is with the prop coming up next year. And follow the Money and Speece in the Sports Betting Network. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe 
Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're on. Paulie, time for in-pocket plays. What do you have pending? I got nothing rocking and rolling right now. McIntyre top 20 plus 460. I also have top 10, 7 to 1. He is two under, tied for 17th after round one. He got the four under and then doubled. So he's done well at this, uh, going back at the Opens. So in the mix. In the mix after day one, at least for McIntyre. Fleetwood top 10 plus 380. He got to two under. And I, I'm sorry, I can't find him. I think he fell on his face. Did he? Yeah. Oh, no. I think he was two over last time I checked. Oh, no. Well, that makes sense because I'm still looking. I can't even find him. Well, so you must keep have... scrolling then. Are you serious? I just checked. He was even. Well, oh, boy. How long ago was that? Two holes ago? Okay. So that's... Uh, Titanic is happening That's what's right pending. No. Oh, well, it's also early here. And I tried to point that out with Ernie Yells. Oh, he's even. Oh, he's oh even. he is even? Okay. I oh. thought he was... Okay. Oh, he's even. Tied for 42nd. Ernie oh, Yells finish. got to five and he was two strokes back. Right. On 16... It was a bogey on 17. It was a double. Oh, no. So he's on 18 right now. He has dropped three strokes in the last two holes. He's now two under. Ah, that was a foul. It was fun to talk about. It was fun. Live on the air. It was five under. You never know. First round leader wasn't played because Cam hadn't birdied 18 yet. And here we go. Of course, he's going to make a big run because I swore off him a month ago. Your buddy. X-Man is four under through 14. Yeah. Giddy up. And you're on him. Yep. You have him. Yeah. Uh, what about Rory? Rory? Rory's five, five under. Five through 14. Sam Smith, five under. Rory, five under. Willie Westwood. Where did he come from? He was two over right away to begin yeah. the day. Yeah. And so I think it was six wow. birdies to get where he's at. Look at this. Scotty Scheffler, two under through four. Scotty Scheffler. Again, nobody really talking about him this week. I saw him get right. to like 19 to one last night. So there you have it. In pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern, betrivers.com. We got so much going on. What a fantastic baseball season. What a great night last night was. Orioles with the day off. They've won 10 in a row. Seattle in Texas against uh, Perez. Again, they're 12-1 and in his last 13 starts. They try to make it 11 in a row. Three-way tie between Boston, Toronto, and Seattle. Yankees survive the Reds. Dodgers will come from behind and win, down 6-0. Otani does it again. Now favored to win the MVP. 
This is something. He's minus 120 at a book here in Las Vegas. And he turned into basically the shortest shot on the board or the favorite or tied for the favorite at, I think, every other book that I, that I paid attention to uh-huh. last night and this morning. After last night's start, six innings, 12 strikeouts, gave up one run. And this is the Astros we're talking about. Yeah. And awesome. look, look at that now. You can get Judge at plus 165. To win oh, the MVP. Wow. Wow. Let me, it, you, let me try to put it in perspective here. He's the sixth player to have at least 45 strikeouts and one or fewer earned over a four game span since 1913. The list DeGrom, Randy Johnson, Pedro, Chris Sale, Kershaw twice. My God. And the Orioles started this season with the lowest payroll. They've now won 10 in a row. They're the first team since at least 1990 to win 10 straight despite entering opening day with the lowest payroll. That also, What was that other tweet? They are the, here it is. They're the second team in history to lose 110-plus one season and then have a nine-plus game winning streak the next. The other, the good old Louisville Colonels, 27. That's a rough year. 27 and 111 in 1889. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is great. Huh? I always love it when you go back to the aughts in Major League <laughs> yeah, Baseball. Right, when you yeah. go back pre-aughts, uh-huh. then you know you're really uh-huh. onto something. I'm looking right now. I want to compare like this current streak by Otani, the five-game stretch that he's on, to like the best five-game stretch that DeGrom had last year. Remember when he turned into the favorite to win the MVP? Yes. Okay. So early on in April, he had back-to-back-to-back starts where he struck out 14, 14, and 15. But he did not have a stretch last year where he made four consecutive appearances with double-digit strikeouts. Three was the max last year. But you could say 14, 14, 15, including a, a complete game two at shutout in that, was probably better than what Otani's doing right now. But this is in the mix. Like that's, Folks, that's what you need to know right now, is that what Otani is go. doing is currently comparable to what DeGrom did last year. Not for the whole year, but the last five games. Very good. And so I pointed this out a little bit earlier. Depends on how the Astros, what, I mean, if that lead gets to 15, 16, 17 games, but the, now the Mariners are playing great baseball. If the division's wrapped up, do they shut down Verlander? Do they limit his innings? Do they get him ready for the postseason? And then what about the Rays with McClanahan? We saw last night, they, they took him out after 85 pitches, Paulie. 85. He's good for at least another 20 pitches there. So if the Angels just say, screw it, we want, we're out of the playoff mix here. We want Otani to win the MVP and the Cy Young. And what is it that Smoltz has said now about Otani? He would be as good as DeGrom if he just focused on pitching. But now we're seeing that. Mm-hmm. But he's still going out there hitting, and he came up with a triple last night. Do you have a, do you have a number on the Blue Jays game? Still don't have one. This, there's, there's another angle to this wild season. Ten guys are out for the Royals for this series. They're calling guys up from double A. Yeah, double and triple A. So this, and it's Gossman for the Jays and the new manager angle. And they were great yesterday roughing up Wheeler. So I don't know what you make this number at. And you're going to have guys. Yep, I have one. Who are they? What do you have? Looks like uh, Blue Jays 375. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Is that high enough? Uh, I don't know. I've got to watch this circus, put a tent over it, see what this is like. So what are they going to be on the run line then? Dollar yeah. 75? Okay. Yeah. What are you thinking today? For our prop play? There's so many things. Just looking at it. It's still early, but stuff you're looking at. Um, 
Burns over 11 strikeouts. Giants to lead after the first inning, 4-1. to one. You do stuff like that, home run prop. Well, okay, so are you strong in anything? Because you've had a good week. No, not really. No, what not do you mean? This. Well, I mean, yesterday. Uh, Burns does have issues in the first inning. Yesterday. I, I, he does. Go ahead. You no, know, for the run line bets, yeah. Yeah. You, your, your number one play was McClanahan. Yeah. And I said, I can't get there with it. Okay. Yeah, but I'm saying that you're hot though this yeah. week. I, I'm not buying up these props. I know it's not. This would not, be. We don't have much. Isn't we don't have much to deal with here to go over. It's six forty-five. Right. I know so, what we're dealing with right now. The perils kind of of uh, teaming up to be in yeah. a contest. Uh-huh. Because honestly, like, had you gone with your, if we use every one of your plays this week, we'd be undefeated. Yeah. But also, I Win wanted some, to, some. I wanted to use the Reds on Tuesday, and they were close that to three dollars. So whatever. But I mean. Don't forget about that. That is true. I want to know what your early feeling is here today because I want to rely on what you have to. Well, gun to my head, I would say, uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, how nuts do you want to get? Well, we got to play it again because we're three units back of the leader. That's Gill. Uh, a numbers game follows us right here on VSIN. Text Palm, have Metcalf put up with a picture of a no hitter. Through five. Through five. We'll cut the bike in half because it's 15 to one to throw a no hitter. You want to make a play 750? Yeah, <laughs> we'll do that. Gossman that should, play? Now, Gossman should shut down Kansas City. That should be it right there. Okay, so, right. Is the play, do we have to wait to see how it plays out with all the early and use games? use that game. And then specifically focus on the Giants. We're allowed to do that? Tonight. We're allowed to do that? D- Dustin, Dustin, the rule maker here. D-Money, Swede. See, we have that in our use back that. pocket. Our I, I would, okay, like, if you ask me right now, I would use it anyways. I would take the Giants to lead after the first inning, four to one, or a strikeout prop. Okay, alt an alt strikeout prop. That's a because we or we, a two to one final score. Ooh, exactly. Ooh. What total six? That's so tough. To, I know. I know. Well, I, okay. I know. So it's I'll so go tough to get there. But that so that game starts at we have a ninety minute buffer if we wait until that game. But again, does. Does Gill do the same thing? Does he wait until late? Does Scott, who's in second place? I don't know. I, is his play in yet? Yeah, Scott was early there yesterday. Hey, right? What a way to start your day. Mets reverse run line. Giddy up. I guess that's a good angle. He's talked about that, though. The Mets are automatic. Well, you know what I'm saying. The Mets have been money off a loss. 28-7 now, Swede? 28-7 off yeah. a loss, I believe, the Mets now? So, well, we do have one official play in the books right now. Greg Peterson, who's actually, I think, is he third? Damn it. Uh, he's going Cortez over five and a half strikeouts at plus 115. That's at DraftKings. And Greg Peterson is in third place. He's at, uh, well, he's a little bit behind a numbers game in the look ahead. So he strange, wants. Yeah, strange play. What he's, well, what, what, well, what Greg is doing there well, is if it wins, that means that Gil's going to have to win his. Right? Otherwise, okay, Greg will leapfrog him. I was looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then same thing basically with Scott. Follow, yeah. Scott, Greg is telling us that he is betting. He's going to be conservative here by going plus 115, just saying that if they get it wrong, then he's going to be in the lead. Uh, Anderson has terrible numbers against the Cardinals. Our friend Ian sent this in about Hudson to register a win. That's a big, juicy mm. price, too. Good fun. Good it's luck. been a lot of fun. Huge sweat coming up today. This
This summer, the VEASAN experts have betting coverage and insights you need to cash in on every sport. And right now, for a limited time, you can get access to everything we have to offer for only $19. Our experts are looking at football futures, along with daily coverage of baseball, 10 coverage of baseball, 10 coverage of baseball, 10 coverage of baseball. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 